I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. The U.S. exports about 100 million tons of coal each year. And as domestic use of coal decreases, American coal companies are looking to send more of their product overseas. If there were export terminals on the West Coast, that would be the fastest way to get American coal to Asia, the center of global coal demand. There are now five ports in Washington and Oregon considering setting up export terminals. The coal for those terminals would come from the Powder River Basin of Wyoming and Montana. Ashley Ahern has our story. This is Keith Williams. We're touring the Black Thunder coal mine in Gillette, Wyoming. The Black Thunder mine is one of the largest open pit mines in the world and Keith Williams runs it. Down we go. Williams steers his truck along a bumpy dirt road 300 feet down into the immense hole in the ground. Dump trucks the size of California bungalows rumble around us, hauling away millions of pounds of dirt to get at the coal underneath. It looks like an ant colony under siege. Almost half of the coal mined in the U.S. comes from this massive strip mine and 12 others like it here in the northeastern corner of Wyoming. The gaping holes in the earth ring the city of Gillette like a string of black pearls on the rolling grasslands of the Powder River Basin, the jewels of the local economy. Gillette depends hugely on the coal industry. State Representative Tom Lubnow has lived here all his life. Gillette has become a marvelous place to live. Very low crime rate, marvelous facilities, swimming pools, recreation centers, parks. The coal industry has transformed Gillette from a cow town into a boom town. 5,000 people work in the local mines, and the average income here is $60,000 a year. But there's concern that the good times might not last. Domestic demand for coal is falling fast, U.S. consumption is at a 40-year low, and the Gillette region could start to feel the pinch. So industry leaders here are looking for new markets overseas. Keith Williams of the Black Thunder Mine sees exports as a big opportunity. I think the uh, export market opens us up for additional market share and We would certainly want to increase market share if we get the opportunity to. Much of that opportunity lies in Asia. And the fastest way to get American coal to Asia is west. Problem is, there are no coal export facilities on the U.S. west coast. Right now, nearly all of the Powder River Basin's coal heads east and south on trains like this one, bound for power plants around the U.S., But the coal industry now hopes to send hundreds of these trains west, over the Rocky Mountains and down along the Columbia River, to five proposed coal export facilities on the coast of Washington and Oregon. Exporting coal could be the salvation of Wyoming's coal industry, but it's got many in the northwest rattled. In far northwestern Washington near the city of Bellingham, Kevin Ranker guns the engine of his motorboat. Ranker's the state senator who represents the nearby San Juan Islands, a bucolic tourism hotspot. As we come around a bend in the coast, we can see an oil refinery and an aluminum smelter in the distance. Between them is a long stretch of tree-lined waterfront. It's the proposed site of the Gateway Pacific Terminal. It would be the largest of the new coal terminals, with a capacity of more than 50 million tons. And that would bring almost 500 ships a year to this rocky stretch of coastline, on their way to and from Asia. I'm hearing a lot of concern. Mostly I hear people who are fearful of what this will mean. Ranker's constituents worry that all of these ships moving back and forth, each carrying hundreds of thousands of gallons of fuel, will increase the likelihood of an oil spill. We're going to see an environmental and an economic impact that will devastate Washington state. It's not just the possibility of a disaster on the water. 
Opponents here and in Oregon say all that new train traffic will mean more air pollution, coal dust, noise, and congestion, all to serve a market far beyond the U.S. Of course, others here see things differently. The biggest thing is the jobs. Bellingham carpenter Mike Hardesty stands on his porch on a summer night near a sign showing his support for the project. The five proposed coal terminals could create hundreds of long-term jobs and several thousand jobs during construction. I'm pro the work, and I want people to build houses, and I want them to uh, spend the money here. Not doing it, the money's going to go somewhere. I think if we've got something that can fuel our economy and rebalance trade, I think we better take advantage of it. That's Gateway Pacific Terminal spokesman Craig Cole. He says the plan to ship coal to Asia is just what this region and the country need. Right now, we need to sell whatever we can sell, whether it's a natural resource-based commodity or whether it's high-tech. The question being debated here is whether the full cost of the coal export plan outweighs the economic benefits. And along with the local concerns, there's a very big global issue lurking in the background. Coal is the single largest source of CO2 emissions, which makes it really the heart of the climate problem. Richard Morse is a coal expert at Stanford University. He says models predict global coal consumption will rise by 65 percent in the next 20 years or so. The export terminals proposed for the Northwest would feed that appetite. That's why climate activists and some local politicians have set their sights on stopping the big coal plan any way they can. And it's not just Northwest Greens who are sounding the alarm. Back in Wyoming, the sun's setting as L.J. Turner walks along the creek near his red-roofed ranch house. I've been here all my life, and my family's been here since 1918. Turner and his wife run red Angus cows and sheep on their ranch about 10 miles from the Powder River Basin's largest coal mines. Turner is no fan of the coal industry. He says it's wrecked his water supply and gobbled up grazing land. He's also worried about what burning fossil fuels is doing to the climate. The first winter that Dad was here in 1919, he said it never got above 20 below for six weeks. This last uh, winter, we had uh, green grass in uh, February. And uh, it's just, it's changing, it really is. Turner says burning coal is a problem, no matter where it happens. But sending Wyoming coal across the Pacific is a definite step in the wrong direction. Whenever that coal gets uh, exported to uh, the Orient, you're going to see it coming back over in pollution. I don't think anyone in their right mind wants that here, but it's going to happen because this is a small world. That sentiment won't earn L.J. Turner many friends here in coal country, but it's likely to reverberate throughout the debate over the planned Northwest coal export terminals. For The World, I'm Ashley Ahern, Gillette, Wyoming. Ashley Ahern also reports for Earth Fix, a public media collaborative in the Northwest. China's booming economy is powered mostly by coal, and growing coal pollution is causing major problems both within China and around the globe. The world's Mary Kay Magsat examined the impact and possible solutions to China's coal addiction in a special series. You can find that at theworld.org.